me and my wellness. Uh, today we have a, a new and exciting episode um, of Health Up. It's episode number five, and today's episode's on injury myths and potentially pain management. We'll see if we get enough time. But today we have a very special guest, and that's uh, Mitch Hooper. Mitch Hooper's from Longevity uh, PT, and I've known Mitch for quite some time, and he's uh, he's an amazing guy. He's a power lifter. He can uh, lift 380 plus kilograms on the uh, deadlift and also run marathons. So figure that. That's incredible <laughs> body transformation in itself, being able to uh, lift such massive amounts of load as well as then carrying that body over a marathon. So anyway, we'll get more into <laughs> about Mitch. Uh, the other exciting point about Mitch, uh, from my perspective, is that he follows the Parramatta Reels. So uh it's uh, very right. exciting to have a fellow eel supporter along uh, with me today. But uh, without much further ado, welcome, Mitch. How are you, mate? Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Good. Uh, Quite an introduction. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're an incredible guy. So uh, we'll get a bit more into that. But uh, yeah, I guess to start with, um, really keen to find out your journey into exercise phys- uh, physio- physiotherapy, is it? Exercise, no. Exercise physiology. Sorry. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It, it uh, segues easily into uh, how we're different from physios as well. I'm sure we'll get into that. But uh, yeah, so plenty of sports growing up. Um, obviously, that comes with that is, is heaps of injuries. Um, and I grew up in Canada. Um, and so I saw physios regularly and I thought that would be a good idea for me to do. Um, uh, and then I saw them and, and figured it wasn't for me because the clinic setting, it just, it didn't excite me. It didn't invigorate me. I wasn't passionate about it. Um, so after my undergrad in human kinetics in Canada, um, which is basically the degree that everyone does who enjoys sport and doesn't know what they want to do. Um, mm-hmm. I got my strength and conditioning certification, uh, worked for the pro basketball team for a year, found that that wasn't, uh, wasn't near rewarding enough for me. Um, and then uh, kind of sought out other options internationally. Came across exercise physiology in Australia um, and thought that it'd be a great experience. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, really have fallen in love with it since. And it's really uh, fulfilled the athletic side that I really enjoy, but also the uh, fulfillment of uh, helping people with chronic conditions. Fantastic. Yeah, you're certainly an athlete yourself in terms of what you're able to it's 380 plus isn't it what are you up to Uh, that's (laughs) that's the that's the goal that's the goal so uh 350 350 is my best just missed 362 last year in comp um but powerlifting is relatively new so i've I've more experience in marathon running than in powerlifting but yeah national record right now is 345 that was in comp so wow yeah so you're not yeah doing well (laughs) you're an outstanding powerlifter it's uh such an accomplishment um, yeah, appreciate yes. it. <laughs> Just on the um, exercise physiology. So, what is it exactly? So, exercise physiology, not physiotherapy, Anthony. Yes, yeah. <laughs> got it right this time. <laughs> is, um, <laughs> it's it it's primarily treating chronic pain and conditions using exercise uh, as medicine. Um, so, when you talk about physiotherapists, we're often talking about a very clinical setting, like I said. So whether it's in the hospital or right after an injury, that's where their specialty is. Um, but our bread and butter is taking over after that. Um, so if you're in your injury rehab or you have chronic condition that you need managed, um, we're, we're really the, the specialists in that. Okay. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And who's a for? Like I, I, ideally, you know, who, who, when, when and who should go and see an exercise physiologist? 
Yeah, good question. So really, uh, broadly put, anyone with discomfort would be uh, super indicated. Um, and often it's prevention is better and cheaper and more effective than the cure. Um, so uh, a lot of times it's it's going to be that middle-aged person who's playing their sport and has what, what you'd often call a, a little niggle and uh, whatever it may be, whether it's a, a back, a knee, a hip, uh, a shoulder, it'd probably be the most common areas musculoskeletal-wise. Um, but then also people with those chronic conditions. Um, oftentimes a, a doctor, a GP, uh, um, your case manager might not have time to explain these things to you. Um, where how do you, how do you manage your diabetes? How can you exercise with your diabetes or heart condition or post-heart surgery? Um, we can really provide a lot of clarity and support around that. Um, and something we pride ourselves on a lot is structuring your exercise and your week outside um, of our session. So we have the time to be able to do that and, and really help people out uh, long term. Um, because a lot of people will will preach, you know, I only have so much time with you and there's so much time outside of here. Um, but we know through our other strategic partners, if, if a physiotherapist tells them you need to do X, Y, and Z, they'll come to us or their GP tells them they'll come to us and they say, yeah, they told me to do this, this, and this. And we go, that sounds horribly wrong. Call it the GP. No, no, no. I didn't say that at all. And then you go, okay. okay. So we really have the time to help walk them through, take the time to help explain um, and help them manage those, those conditions or injuries. Yeah. I, Mm. I, I find that you know that when you mentioned um, when we asked you know or certainly what I asked it was you know what does an exercise physiologist do I, I, I loved your answer uh, you know we use exercise as medicine and you know often yeah. Yeah. in the nutrition world we say you know food is medicine so I, I love that synergy between you know us nutritionists saying food is medicine uh, mm. you know it goes hand in hand with what you do as exercise is medicine. And well, if you think about it, our, our bodies are, are magnificent, right? And their ability to, to heal themselves and cure themselves. If you give it the right stimulus, you give it the right input. Um, and we would never advertise, advertise ourselves as a, a replacement, either of us a replacement for medications. Yeah. Um, but if you can modify someone's lifestyle to be able to have, a, quote unquote, empower their body to be more efficient and to, to fuel their change, um, that's always going to be more effective than something produced in a factory. Yes. Yeah, and it's very similar to you know the how we see nutrition and food as medicine is that we're providing the body with the resources it needs to heal itself, and it's very right. aligned with what you're doing around exercise, and you know you're initiating that healing through movement. You know we're initially initiating that healing through nutrition. So uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. We're providing the stimulus, and then you're providing the fuel to. Uh, uh, facilitate the change Absolutely. yeah yeah it's, it's great teamwork isn't it <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> uh, yeah so uh we're here to here today to talk about injury myths and uh yes. well, you know first of all i'd love to hear what they are um from your perspective because you mentioned at the start of the conversation that you know your career your athletic career was plagued with injuries and you know you're constantly receiving physiotherapy when you're growing up mm. Um, yeah. yeah, so obviously you've experienced injury firsthand and so I'm really keen to find out what these injury myths are and you also, you know, mentioned uh, later on in our conversation that, you know, prevention is far better uh, than, you know, dealing mm. or managing the injury itself. So, uh, yeah, please uh, ex please explain this uh, injury myths. Yeah, yeah, well, I was, I was really lucky that my injuries were all 
relatively minor. I was mostly just being a baby about them. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the biggest one, especially when we talk about chronic disease and, and management of injuries, when we're, we're talking about 40, 50, 60 plus year olds, um, is uh, the body is not a car. And I say this to people all the time. Um, your knees don't have a number of kilometers until you need them replaced. Your, your hips, your back is the same. Um, and use is not bad. Use is good. Use is what we need. Um, and it's the, it's the classic, you lose it, you use it or you lose it, um, uh, theory. Um, and so it's, it's really bad for, for people to start thinking that, oh, if I overuse something, then, um, that's inherently going to cause me issues down the track. Um, because that's just not the case. Um, and, and coupled with that, I'd say your pain does not mean that you have an injury. So arthritis is a really good example where you move an arthritic joint and it feels bad and I can appreciate that. Um, but it doesn't mean that moving it is causing damage. Um, so it takes a good clinician to not say avoid pain always at all costs, um, because then your arthritis would become horrible, for example. Um, same thing with injury rehabilitation. So I would say those are the two biggest myths. Yeah, the, the number of people who think that their body is going to break down just like a like a, a machine because it's it's natural to think that way, but it's quite the opposite. Okay, now that, that, that's great to hear because uh, certainly um, you know myself with sport, uh, you, you often think, oh, you know, is is it time for me to have a shoulder reconstruction because I'm you know feeling a bit of you know lack of movement or rate, you know range motion uh in my shoulder or you know is it just packing it in because it's been overused uh but yeah yeah it's most likely something else uh that either have some weaker muscles or something around it that's not helping it and it's you know there's too much load on a particular area i mean um what are the common injuries that you see uh or the common considered over use uh muscles yeah so it's a it's a really timely one to hit this because it's it's remarkable when you walk nowadays and everyone thinks they're a runner since the gym is closed and um, we're prepping ourselves for I mean you talk about the normal joints you go in ankle knee low back and shoulder are probably going to be the four most common um, you hit a couple of those but just a matter of doing something too much too soon and it's it's funny you use the the phrase you know I might might have a bit of a my, my mobility is not as good in my shoulder do I need it replaced. And, to me, I, in, inside I scream, no, you should move it. <laughs> you can't move it, so keep trying to move it and get it strong and um, get it strong as many ways as you, as you can. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, what we normally see is someone doing anything too much too soon. Okay. The body can do pretty much whatever you want it to. Um, and as you've said, my athletic background, I, I live that reality. Um, you just have to be smart about doing something. We're all gung-ho about our fitness journeys. Um, and we always have that client who has done nothing and now they're, they're keen for three hours a week of intense exercise and you go, it's, it's not the time. It's not what you do. And um, unfortunately, I think that's how we get a lot of our clients out is people who do nothing and then they decide they're going to become an ultra marathon runner and then they're in seeing us because they're, they're incapacitated. Yeah, so it's like the, the, the weekend warrior going from zero to hero <laughs> scenario. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And actually, it's funny that the injury risk, it's just the same as on the other side. So if you're someone who regularly went to the gym before and then gyms have obviously shut down, um, dropping your activity off leaves you predisposed to the same amount of injury risk as ramping it up real quickly, um, which yeah. a lot of people don't don't realize. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Now, that's, that's, they're really good pointers because uh, certainly I've, uh, well, you know, I, I guess I'm a, one of those persons that can go from uh, it's all or nothing, you know, like you, you go all in. It's yeah. <laughs> sort of no warm-up period. It's just uh, straight away you're trying to compete with the professionals or, talk, or try to do it at a professional level. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, it's just the same as, as being a quote-unquote expert in anything. you got to be an expert in exercise to be able to exercise well every day or on a regular basis. Um, and so you got to focus more on how precisely can I hit my targets, how precisely can I run my first kilometer, um, rather than how many kilometers can I run. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's a lot of uh, variation in individual circumstance around that, but um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a science that's an art for sure, for yeah. sure. And, and, and as you've highlighted, it's that step-by-step process and realising that it's a, it's, it's a journey and you don't just arrive at that destination. Uh, there's a lot that goes in in terms of preparation and, and doing it, you know, repetition and doing the right things repetitively and repetitively doing them well um, is what gets you there without that injury and, you know, ultimately get that success. Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. And we've we've had some good chats as well about the the nutrition side, and it it applies just the same. Where um, if you look at someone's full nutrition, you would never say, "Okay, enough with that. We're doing this." Mm-hmm. Just the same. You look at someone's exercise history, and if they go, "I, I walk one kilometer a day to get the mail, uh, and I do nothing else, and I sit at the desk all day," you go, "Okay, let's modify that slightly to then maybe do some sit to stands at your desk or whatever it may be." Um, but yeah, you always got to tweak lifestyle, especially when we're talking about health. Um, it's a tweak and a tweak and a tweak. Um, and it's almost like the principle of compounding interest where we're doing 2% more every month and you look at yourself in two years time and you feel like you've done nothing month after month. And then you look back and you're a different human being. So, um, yeah, 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 that's a lot of the education that goes on. So the, uh, the takeaway is for, um, anyone taking on a, um, a new goal in a new area um, that they you know, may have had never had any experience or have had some experience but not to the extent of which that goal takes them to, uh, to really get in touch with, um, you know, someone like yourself and an exercise physiologist that can really help them, you know, set, set the goal well uh, in terms of allowing enough time for the body to be in a, in a good state to prevent that injury that's essentially... And then you obviously, you know, set them a training program. Is that what you do, you know, help them with? Yeah, so it really depends. And uh, if someone comes and has a goal, it's uh, the nature of exercise physiology that it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. We, we don't necessarily have this is what I'll send you off with. Um, uh, oftentimes, it's, uh, it's a lot of we have to adjust things frequently. Um, so if it's uh, a once-a-week catch-up or once-a-week see how things are going, um, because anyone who's undertaken a, a fitness journey or an injury rehabilitation, um, it's it's far from a straight line. Even if you do everything perfectly, um, you might roll your, your your foot on a step or something, roll your ankle. Um, so it's it's about those uh, smart um, increases in load, increases in tolerance, increases in activity. Um, but yeah, you just need someone uh, educated um, and and smart to do it. Um, I think a lot of people are looking for a cheerleader when they want to undertake a new journey um, or they're looking for uh, <laughs> or they're looking for a mom when they get injured and <laughs> I want you to rub it and make it better. 
And uh, unfortunately, neither of those are going to get you get you real far. So um, <laughs> you just need someone to to talk some sense into you sometimes, I suppose. <laughs> but it, 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 at the same time, you do provide some of that, you know, that support in terms of encouragement and you know helping them along that journey. Oh, emotionally, of course. I'm talking yeah. about physically rubbing it to make it better. Yes. Yeah, okay. yes. Um, but the, the, the support and the encouragement. It's not exercise that's physiotherapy. Right. <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. Um, but in terms of support along the way, that's one of the most important roles that we can play. Um, and, uh, you know, giving someone a heat check, because if they come and, and um, they want something, they want an injury to get better, they want their disease to get better in a month or a year, um, we're not going to be their cheerleader to get it better in one month. We're mm-hmm. going to say, listen, I'm taking the journey with you. I'm here with you the whole time, start to finish. Let's build a relationship and, and work through this um, over the long term and get this sorted for good. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, um, that's what I mean when, when we're not cheerleaders. We're, um, the, the relationships that, that we're allowed, uh, we build with our clientele is um, really quite special and probably one of the best things about the job. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm. You, 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 mm. You're that coach element, but you're you're really educated and you know understand exercise, understand injury prevention, understand the the, the, the I guess mobility of the human body, what it's capable of doing, and what sort of pace and timing it's you know that should be done, and uh, and really helping the person you know develop the ideal program to help them achieve their end goal. Um, you know, optimally, essentially. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Whether that's a performance or an injury recovery or or disease management, yeah, any of that. And what's your um, top tips for injury prevention? Because you know, no one wants to go out there and injure themselves. Uh, everyone, mm. you know, ideally want to perform and perform every day, whether it be at work or you know, doing a new sport or a new activity or a new goal. Yeah, yeah, without injury. So I, with this, I, I always put it in the context of, of um, my history training athletes and um, whether I have a 95-year-old lady or a, a 30-year-old Olympian, um, either way, it's you are an athlete and it just you, it's a different sport. And so um, you, you got to look at what challenge are you trying to overcome. And for a 90-year-old, it might be standing up. Yeah. Um, for an athlete, it might be breaking a four-minute mile, um, whatever it is. It's, it's a matter of beginning relatively low relative to yourself and what you've done in the past um, and building slow. And then, like we said, every movement where you go, oh, this is, it feels a bit weird. I'm not sure. Um, you have to be smart about it and certainly consult a professional on an individual basis. Um, but you shouldn't be afraid to move and make yourself resilient. Um, and so everything from overhead pushing, from spinal flexion to spinal extension, um, the body's made to do it all. And so as soon as you stop doing something or you decide that, okay, I'm going to become a runner and so I'm not going to be strong anymore, huge mistake. Um, so I would say, um, yeah, I would say get a, uh, maintain your strength. That's the number one injury risk factor for, for multiple injuries. Maintain your strength would be the biggest one. And then uh, build low and start slow. Okay. I like that. Build low, start slow. It's something that yeah, that's right. I need that's to right. keep saying as an affirmation for myself because <laughs> I tend to go in there. <laughs> yeah, of course. You're right, a hero is my problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. But I like, um, I, I like well, that. That's ex- excellent tips there, uh, Mitch. Uh, so, um, yeah, we, time's getting away from us and I certainly don't want to brush over pain, so I'm really keen to have you back mm. to really discuss pain in detail. 
I think it's really important because, uh, you know, that injury, pain, you know, it goes hand in hand. Uh, you know, in mm -hmm. pain mm -hmm. can prevent people from moving, uh, you know, and it flows on to uh, poor sleep and uh, low energy. It can result in depression. So really keen to um, have a special dedicated topic to the pain subject. So definitely we'll have you back and yeah, look to book that time in with you to really discuss yeah, pain. Absolutely. People. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. Just uh, whilst we're still in that sort of semi-ISO phase where we're not fully uh, liber liberated or fully back to normal and if we ever get back yeah. to normal, uh, really yeah. keen to get your tip as to what people should be doing and not doing uh, during this period of ISO. Yeah, I mean, it's really the the theme of the podcast is uh, don't don't start into a new journey diving uh, headfirst into the deep end. Um, so I'd say the, my two best tips are do everything you can to maintain and build strength. Um, it, it's certainly possible up to a, a very reasonable level when it comes to health and injury prevention with nothing other than your body weight. Um, I, I would say that. And second is move. Move your legs, go for a walk. Um, but move your shoulders, move your hips, move your back, move your neck, move everything you can, change your posture as much as possible um, because in the end, movement movement is medicine. Yeah. Nah. yeah. I love it, Mitch. You've summed it up so well and it's been really insightful talking to you. So, you know, really appreciate your insights, your wisdom, your knowledge. Now, um, for viewers that are you know, looking to uh, start their uh, big audacious hairy goal or, you know, set themselves <laughs> challenging during this period of ISO or, you know, adventure into a new sport, ideally they should be getting in contact with you and uh, starting their journey with you. How can they get in touch with you? What's the best way? Yeah, so, um, I mean, we, we've got our phone number, 1300 we're also, if, if you Google us, Longevity Exercise Physiology, we're LongevityPTAU on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, and like you said, if you've got decided that you're going to take up a goal on your own and you have that, you have that pain and you need to manage that pain, um, we're also here for you. Um, and uh, exercise is our profession. Exercise is our specialty. Um, and working with you to see what you can do and how can we keep you fit um, is our objective, not what limitations do we need to put on you, even oh, though there are some sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. Uh, yeah. Really loving your underlying philosophy there, um, Mitch. It's fantastic. And uh, looking forward to uh, cheering the eels along, along with you this uh, Thursday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, yes, wonderful sir. to have you on, Mitch. And, uh, really appreciate you putting aside the time and educating us on uh, injury myths, uh, providing us those injury tips uh and you know what people can do to avoid injury and you know how they should get started so really appreciate it i mean fantastic mitch yeah of course of course it's amazing what the body can achieve when you do it properly absolutely, absolutely. you know from uh, power lifting uh, 350 plus kilos to running marathons <laughs> or the other way around you did it but uh pretty it's it's remarkable um you know one's a real massive amount of strength and the other ones that are endurance uh so uh but yeah he's certainly the man that understands exercise and how to move the body and and transform it in different ways to do different sports that require different you know conditioning yeah yeah well just the same at uh general population you can make that same swing you can go from sedentary to active you just got to do it very carefully and you, you got to do it properly yeah but it's no different same attitude 
Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Mitch. Thanks, mate. I really appreciate your time. All right, Anthony. Okay. See you next Thanks a lot. Next Speak episode soon. on pain. <laughs> see you. Bye-bye. Podcast disclaimer. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it do not constitute medical, healthcare, or professional advice and are provided for general information purposes only. All care is taken in the preparation of the information in this podcast. Connected Wellness Proprietary Limited, operating under the brand Me and My Health Up, does not make any representations or give any warranties about its accuracy, reliability, completeness, or suitability for any particular purpose. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it are not to be used as a substitute for professional, medical, psychological, psychiatric, or any other mental health care or health care in general. Me and My Health Up recommends you seek the advice of a doctor or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Inform your doctor of any changes that you made to your lifestyle and discuss these with your doctor. Do not disregard medical advice or delay visiting a medical professional because of something you hear in this podcast. This podcast has been carefully prepared on the basis of current information. Changes in circumstances after publication may affect the accuracy of this information. To the maximum extent permitted by the law, Me and My Health Up disclaims any such representations or warranties to the completeness, accuracy, merchantability, or fitness for purpose of this podcast and will not be liable for any expenses, losses, damages, incurred indirect or consequential damages or costs that may be incurred as a result of the information being inaccurate or incomplete in any way and for any reason. No part of this podcast can be reproduced, redistributed, published, copied, or duplicated in a form without prior permission of me and my health up.